Oh, geez. It's time to go to bed. How's it going, eh? It's going pretty good. All right. Excellent. It's just called Two Brothers is the name of the podcast you people are listening to. The, the, the show right now. And I'm James. That's happening. And uh, I'm Marcus. And the reason I'm talking so fast is because it's going to be a short show. <laughs> well, we, we sort of ran out of time during the day because we ran out of time earlier in the week. And uh, it's, yeah, we're back to our regular rush. Uh, Here we are. The, yeah. Now that we're doing Mondays, uh, a, a day reprieve. So it should be fine. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys won't know the um, lengths that we went to to get this show put together for you. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, they were, well, pretty much the regular lengths. Yeah, no, no, no big deal. <laughs> Let's get right into a correction corner. Yeah, I wanna, I, I'm going to start with another correction corner. <laughs> a correction of our correction. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like to do research, so I, I just spout <laughs> off things from pure memory. And uh, as we know, mm -hmm. memory is often wrong. Well, since I totally confirmed... <laughs> that uh, that you were right at the time and found out that we were both wrong. Yeah. Here we are. So the scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High where Mr. <laughs> Hand shows up at Jeff Spicoli's house, it's kind of a prom. I, I can see why we would remember it that way. But mm. technically, I think in the film, it is the graduation dance. These, uh, I thought they were seniors. They're not. They're, they're juniors, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. uh, but <laughs> Mr. Hand tells Jeff that he has... Uh, by his calculations, he's wasted precisely eight hours of Mr. Han's time of the school year, so he is there to settle the score. Yes. Uh, implying that he's going to uh, study or teach history for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> in Jeff Spicoli's uh, bedroom. In Jeff Spicoli's bedroom, where he just shows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, you know, if you're a teacher... Probably, you know, the parents would be more willing to let you in. Uh, you know, they've they've seen you at parent-teacher night. So yeah, far, presumably sure. with parent permission. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. not just showing up. I've been told um, by, let's say, legendary band directors that, you know, back in the day, mm -hmm. they would go to the houses of their students and, sure. you know, uh, get to know the people, have dinner with them. And, you know, the best way to make t connections is to make connections. Right. And uh, recruiting and, mm -hmm. and all that jazz was done with a uh, certain level of uh, community communing. Community involvement. Yes. Sure. Participation. Mm -hmm. uh, engagement. Certainly. But, but, uh, but of course, what do we figure? A couple hours, maybe, because the dance is still in full swing. Yeah. He says, well, I think I've made my point, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> You'll just uh, squeak by. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there you go. That is, yeah. that is the true story. Well done. Well mm -hmm. corrected. Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, it sounds like uh, the cat agrees. Eh, I don't know if he agrees on much. Is that your cat that's meowing? Yes. <laughs> I have one that's outside of our door here. Oh, yeah. She, also, uh, she is also meowing. Oh, I see. Got she it. She wants it. Wherever, wherever you are. Mm -hmm. Meow? 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 Meow, man? Meow? Meow? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I have a music share. Okay. Uh, it, it just popped up recently um, during the... Uh, the toddler baby, the toddler music time. Interesting. And it's called La Seine. Well, how did how does that work? Do you just okay? So we, chance upon clips or yeah, yeah. We uh, we do music time using YouTube, uh -huh. and there are quite a number of uh, uh, of the same things that pop up. But you know, it's 
a recommended mm-hmm. um, playlist, if you will, right. uh, on there. So sometimes other things are there. Uh-huh. And we usually skip them, you know, it's like, um, no, uh, or that's not music, you know, or yeah. stuff like that, you know, so. Uh, but this one popped up, and it is from an, well, the song is called La Seine, right. as in the river that flows through Paris. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's from a movie, animated feature film. I'm pretty sure. French film mm-hmm. called Un Monstre à Paris. Un Monstre. Un. 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 It's, un. it's sort of in between. Un. 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 un monstre. <laughs> A Monster in Paris is the translation. And there is an English version out there. Mm-hmm. I saw the, the trailer for the English version. Yeah. And the, the premise of the, of the film is eh, there's, uh, some ne'er-do-wells are <laughs> breaking into a, uh, a lab of some sort. Something goes wrong and the, the serums get mixed up and spilled. And then you end up with a super intelligent monkey, of course, mm-hmm. and a, uh, a giant flea. A flea becomes giant, extra large humanoid. Uh-huh. And uh, find some people to uh, disguise him, take him under their wing, and, and they form a band. And um, he helps the the female lead sing this song called La Seine, which sounds uh, very much like this. La scène, la scène, la scène Extra lucide, la lune est sûre La scène, la scène, la scène Tu n'es pas sourd, Paris est sourd La scène, la scène, la scène Je ne sais, ne sais, ne sais pas pourquoi C'est comme ça Yeah, 
<laughs> and if you have a chance to watch the the video, it's fun yeah. to go along with. You know, I like their dancing; it's really sure. well animated. Yeah, it's very beautiful. It's it's also cool beautifully um, arranged uh, graphically, mm -hmm. uh, visually. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a it's very distinct uh, the palettes that they use to transition mm -hmm. between scenes and and in the the theater and in, outside in Paris and stuff like. Right. Paris is always, you know, a, a perennial subject of people who want to portray light and color in specific mm -hmm. ways. So this is no exception. Right. Well, that was a neat one. And um, yeah. I don't know, what, what would you call that? Uh, sort of rockabilly? No. I, it's, what, what's that style? It's very traditional, you know, a French folk sort of style, I would say. Mm -hmm. Just a bouncy sort of French tune. Fair enough. But uh, I think... If you uh, listen to the English version, in version, uh, I'm turning French as we speak. If you <laughs> listen to the English version versus the French version, there are some lyrical differences that get lost yeah. in translation, if you will. Uh, and and <laughs> the major one is, you know, when, uh, la scène is, uh, it also means the stage in French. Aha. So you say la scène, la scène, when I'm on the stage, when I'm on la scène, sur, mm -hmm. sur la scène. Uh, oui. It parallels, you know, when I'm on La Seine, the river Seine. Mm -hmm. So those two concepts uh, go together in the French version, and they don't yeah. even they don't even try to, <laughs> to mess with it in the English version. Which I mean, sure, it's understandable. Sure, yeah. It's if you read the English translation of the French lyrics, that's mm. a, a better depiction of what the character is feeling. Yeah. So yeah. when you're uh, you know, both both those things together. They're they're on the stage. They're on the river, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of uh, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, in in Monster in Paris, mm -hmm. Consi considerable crossover. Yeah, well, I from what I read, I've mm -hmm. only read about it. I haven't seen anything more than the trailer. Yeah. and that one scene from the song. Right. So I'm anxious to to try and find it. I've seen the uh, the English version. I believe on they have it on Amazon hmm. to to buy. Right, but uh, I haven't seen the French one, so uh, I have I've several things in the queue. I just haven't started them yet, so I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't have anything to review or comment on, really. Yeah, uh, that's fine. This love, love, death, and robots, and I uh, just started Umbrella Academy and several other Netflix things. But since I dumped my Amazon Prime membership, I don't I don't have anything from that catalog mm -hmm. to draw from, <laughs> which yeah. is fine. I barely, you know, I barely watch any Netflix either. Mm -hmm. With all the YouTubes and such. Sure. Yeah, it's a quite... What's the opposite of dearth of things to watch? Abundance. <laughs> Cornucopia. Abundance. Yes, yes. Quite the... Plethora. The yeah. abundance of watchable yeah. items. I think so. I, I did I did like... I did... Uh, and <laughs> I have enjoyed uh, Jen Kirkman's stand-up. That's been very good. Mm -hmm. And yeah. yeah, she's got one on there. So I, and I, I have been enjoying that. Um, mm -hmm. Probably halfway through or maybe a little more. Mm. So I recommend. But that's all I have. Otherwise, yeah, it's just well, stuff that's germane to me. Uh, po podcast I've been listening to a long time, like Magic Tavern, continuing at, I don't want to say breakneck speed, but they are developing, <laughs> you know, quite a lot these last few episodes. Huh. Well, no, I was going to say I, I have to start listening, but no, I've got, I, I just can't keep up with what I already have. Sure. That's my problem as well. I've got several that I just skip every week that mm. are even weekly. Like, yeah. well, I could probably dump that one because there's a new one down there <laughs> that's more current. I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just, I can't keep everything. It'll start to, it'll start to pile up and delete the the new ones if I have a half finished show or something. Yeah. So 
I just, I've got to keep it stripped down. Also, the compulsion to, it's like email, right? I just, I, I will waste the, the time that I need to spend on, I don't know, classes or projects or things uh, to, to get email read because in my brain I think, well, I'll just, if I could just knock this out, I'll get those read, my inbox will be down to one or two and I'll, then I'll work on my class. Mm-hmm. But it ends up being you know a long list of stuff, and there's links in there, and I go check right, those out. And, yep. yeah. <laughs> so uh, time sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. Never enough of it. <laughs> What's the deal with the uh, thermostat? <laughs> I was just thinking about it the other day that that uh, mom was the, the if you will thermostat Nazi, hmm. and when we were kids, you know she would try to keep it pretty either low or high, mm-hmm. depending. You know, in the summer, keep it high, and in the, in the winter, keep it low, and uh, yeah, tell us say, to put on sweaters <laughs> to dress <laughs> dress more warmly. Uh-huh. But we wanted to run around in shorts all the time. Sure. So, um, but we couldn't do that, and I was always jealous of households that kept their places toasty. <laughs> and it was, of course, you know, a very practical matter of not having a lot of money to pay the electric bill. Yeah, right. right. So it had to be low. But I. I thought I wouldn't pick up that trait when I was older, and I have. <laughs> I was like, well, this doesn't need to be this high. <laughs> We're not made of electricity. Yeah. Crank down 68. <laughs> Ooh, 68. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, see, I have an excuse uh, because the, the Beard of Dragons like it about 77, 78. Uh, and uh, so, you know, yes. can't get too cold. Right. In the house. So. Which you've always liked it. That's a shame. Warmer as well. Oh, yeah. Like your house has yeah. always been. On the on the toasty side, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now this it seemed extremely indulgent when I would visit you. I'd be like, "Wow, this luxurious." So the ga- yeah, the gas was cheaper down uh-huh. there in uh, in true. Arizona. Mm-hmm. So um, we had we had gas heat and we could uh, crank that sucker up. Right. But the and then we had solar solar power, so our electric bill was pretty low, mm-hmm. relatively low. Yeah. Um, for the air conditioning, we could keep right. that cranked cranked pretty well too in the summers. Which um, was, to be fair, necessary because you regularly yeah, hit 110. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in, on the other hand, you know, when we were kids, mm-hmm. you know, you're laying there in a in a sweat at night. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, you're just sweating, and right. then you know, it's like, oh, uh, it's hot. She's like, just lay still. That's I remember her just telling me, just, just lay still. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all it, it was swamp coolers. Yeah. And, they were more effective. Like they wouldn't be as effective up here. No, but no. but you almost it. had to be right under that thing, right, for it to really work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Better when we got into an actual house, more centralized. Yeah, heating and cooling. AC when, when yeah. we got into the real the real deal. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, it was just a cheap you know model type home mm-hmm. from a development. But uh, but to us, having grown up in trailers, it was, it was the height of civilization. Oh man, a concrete uh, foundation. <laughs> yeah. That's that was right. living. Yeah. You can't even see under this thing. <laughs> you can't see under it, it's and amazing. you can't hear people walking. You know, <laughs> everywhere, no matter where they are in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> I remember um, we were over at uh, we were over at one of our uncle's houses, and he <laughs> playing around. He said, uh, "Quit stomping around like monsters." <laughs> like, uh, that's the way I walk. <laughs> yeah, I never really got that as a kid like i don't know how can i change the way i walk <laughs> walking is walking mm-hmm. just I, i'm i guess i'm just heavy 
No, you say I'm fat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. A complex when you're... I'm not fat. I'm just big-footed. Yeah. Well, speaking of reminiscent, that reminds me of my other music share, since you <laughs> yes. have, oh, don't have one. No, uh, no, no, no. Reminiscing by Little River Band. And I love this tune. Whenever it comes on, I never think about it. You know, like if somebody says, what's one of your favorite songs? I would never think of it. Hmm. You know, it wouldn't pop up. But when it comes on, I'm like, oh, this is a great song to me. I love the, the chord structure. I love the, the vocals, the harmonies, the right. everything. It just hits me um, with some kind of a, I don't know, almost a nostalgic feel uh-huh. to it. And I'm not exactly sure why, but it's yeah. just been around uh, well, nearly my whole life. Right. And so that's, I'm I, I sure know, that's I part it. of it. It, it yeah. also, it's a weird sort of forward looking nostalgia. It's mm-hmm. like uh, the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. you listen to it, you think he's talking about their relationship, but they don't have one yet. Mm-hmm. He's saying, if you date me, this will all be, be yours. And then we can look back. That's, and that's exactly awesome And it's exactly the same in reminiscing, yeah. Yeah, well, that's, uh, it sounds like this. I guess they're dating in the song. That's true. Friday night, I was late. I was walking you home. We got down to the park, and I was dreaming of the night. Would it turn out right? <laughs> ah, okay. So he's reminiscing about the... Yeah. yeah, okay. All right. They're, so it's a double reminiscing. He's reminiscing about them reminiscing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but there's But there's a future to come. You know, I, I said to yeah. myself, when we're old, we'll go dancing in the dark, walking in the park, and reminiscing. Mm-hmm. So doing the same things that they do. Very yeah. sweet. But I, one of the things that interests me about that song is something that um, I notice in other songs w- with a similar melodic feel where it's either one note over a changing chord structure underneath mm-hmm. or, it's a, or it's the same pattern over and over like that does. So that goes, uh-huh. you know, it just steps back and forth. Friday night, I was late, I was yeah. walking you home and got down to the... could do that a lot with uh, story songs. Mm-hmm. So there's a rhythm right. there. There's a, I feel like Al Stewart does that, but maybe I'm wrong. So, speaking of storytellers, right? Mm. But uh, yeah, it's just a very charming... And, and it does have some strong changes in it, too. Where there's this lush uh, background vocal, you know, heavy chorus. Mm-hmm. Or, or what do you call it? It's Is it like a post-chorus, almost? Um... Yeah. Well, I guess. I mean, it's a, it's like a C, a C section. Yeah. Uh, so to speak. <clears throat> you know, there's the yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know that. So there's a lead, there's a lead vocal with some stuff going on back behind. Yeah. And then he says, and then they go, "Hurry, don't be late. I can hardly wait." Mm-hmm. I said to myself, "That's all background vocal stuff." Yeah, yeah. And then he comes back again. We'll go dancing in the dark, blah blah blah, and reminiscing. And then they go back into a verse. But it's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of like a 
it's kind of like a post-chorus, not a pre-chorus hook. I didn't, I had never looked at it that way, but yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's, that's that's unusual. Indeed. But they were they were always known for their I don't want to use the word lush again. They were always known for their exquisite, you know, harmonies. <laughs> yes, I I shoot, I lost my perspicacity. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yes, I'm uh, <laughs> me song like I am in love with that song. I really uh, do like it a lot. I was surprised that they were okay. You were surprised, sorry? It was an Aust- it's an Australian band. Little, yeah, they're an Australian band. band. Yeah, Australian. and they had several hits with uh, different lead singers, mm-hmm. which is also weird. Hmm. Pretty sure, pretty sure, because they had some other less radio friendly tunes. I want to say mm-hmm. uh, it's because Glenn Shorrock left the band. John Farnham came in and did some stuff, and he was already a, a popular singer. So they they did some minor stuff with him and then Glenn Shaw came back but uh, but all the all the stuff that I consider the key stuff is with Glenn Shorrock. Mm-hmm. nice all right then well well remembered I, I don't I mean and I don't have anything else well then instead of I don't have anything else it'll just be burning <laughs> yeah right we'll just we'll just fade out yeah and uh <laughs> Well, thanks for listening to the short show, folks. We'll be back next week on It's Just Called Two Brothers with another <laughs> round of <laughs> and so forth and so on. If of, you'd like to send us an email. boring past. A <laughs> very specifically singular past. Well, that's what it's all about there, Marcus. <laughs> it is March Madness. Yes, that's true. If you'd like to send us an email, you can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. And if you tweet, you can tweet at us at IJC2B. And you blog every day at MarcusHarwell.com. And do pretty pictures. So I, you might some well people think they're pretty. I do check, pictures. Check them out. Yeah. See the colors. See the animals. <laughs> and I talk about music on there as well. Mm-hmm. Like, like my last couple of things.